yeah, yeah. Gassed up shardy, said I need by 40 Pull up to the party, yeah, yeah, yeah Gassed up shardy, said I need by 40 Pull up to the party, yeah, yeah, yeah Gassed up shardy, said I need by 40 Pull up to the party, yeah, yeah, yeah Gassed up, I be so gassed up Turned up, I be so turned up right now Bad, super thick, that's the way I like it yeah. I know all about your tricks, so don't you fool, try it Leave me alone, leave me alone, let me get this bread All I want is a crib and a super Becky, Becky. Yeah, I'm good, yeah, I'm good, don't you worry about me I get all the time while I'm counting money yeah. I be leaning, we be moving, we be dreaming She love the way I'm swaggin' Everywhere I go, they be like, yeah, what happened? Looking like a check, I can't even flex Give me my respect, I joke, she got that neck Ain't no stopping, gotta go and cop it All up in my cockpit, she just want what's poppin' Ayy, that ain't nothing to a young G Yeah, I got that OG, yeah, I got it so cheap Ayy, smoke it till it's gone, hit it out the bong We get lots of strong, she wanna time for swoop radio with josh sanchez i hope you guys enjoy the show and hello everybody it's your boy josh sanchez and it's been a while since i've been on 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 air recently man it's been it's been a good week now i was supposed to have my show on thursday but um i was so into the parade and i had a long day 
at the parade. So I, I, just, I couldn't, I didn't have enough energy to, uh, have a show. So what I did was I talked to my, uh, radio professor and I, and I asked if I can do two shows this week. So I'm going to start with this show tonight, Monday night. It's going to run from eight to 10 tonight. And my plan is to talk about all football. So everything football between the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. I'm going to do a Super Bowl recap in just a couple minutes to um, Lane Johnson, his his quote and his comments about the New England Patriots, to Josh McDaniels. I know my Colts fans have to be frustrated with with that one. Uh, you get told that you're gonna you're that you're gonna get a new head coach, and then all of a sudden he backs out, and now the Eagles' offensive coordinator he is now the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. So there's a lot to talk about with the NFL. And then my radio show on Thursday from 10.30 to 12.30, I'm going to talk about basketball, all the Cleveland Cavaliers trades, and everything that's going down in the NBA. So it's going to be a good two sets of podcasts or radio shows uh, this week. It's going to be two really good ones, so I recommend you guys listening to that one. But um, in terms of the Super Bowl, all i got to say is, man, I am so excited. Like I've ha- I finally had a week now to digest everything that's that went down if you guys would have saw me or if you guys have had any chance to talk to me last week I literally had no voice for an entire week after this one I was screaming at the TV because it was just one of those games where it was so entertaining from start to finish it was not boring at all it was not like Super Bowl 50 between the Denver Broncos and the Carolina Panthers where it was just a slugfest out there Peyton Manning Literally had the worst quarterback performance from a Super Bowl champion. And it was just an ugly game. But then back-to-back Super Bowls have been amazing. Between the Patriots' comeback against the Atlanta Falcons to now this shootout between Nick Foles and Tom Brady. And let's get into the recap of this game. I know my Eagles fans have been waiting to listen. We've been waiting so long for this. All those talks with the Dallas fans and the Giants fans saying, you guys don't have a ring to back it up. Well, now here's the thing. Philly fans, we know what we know what we're talking about, especially with our Philly teams, between the Phillies, the Sixers, the Flyers, the Eagles. And now we got a ring to back up our smack talk. It's going to be a it's going to be a rough ride, man, especially if the Eagles go back and re- and repeat next year. Oh, man, it's going to it's going to be so rough. For my Dallas fans, my Giants fans, and my Redskins fans out there. Because we already know sports as it is. And if you give us a ring and give us a good team to back up our smack talk, it's over. But anyway, let's get started with the first topic today. I got a little sidetracked there. We're going to talk about this Super Bowl. The Philadelphia Eagles defeated the New England Patriots 41-33. to My fault. Nick Foles, I wish it was 13 Nick Foles was absolutely sensational, going 28 of 43 for 373 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, he threw an interception, but it should have been a flag. Alshon Jeffrey clearly got grabbed by his whole right arm, and he tried to catch it with his with his left or something like that. And it was like it was a Madden interception. It didn't even matter in the outcome of the game. And then on the other side of the ball, Tom Brady continues to defy the odds and continues to show why he is the greatest quarterback to ever play in the game. He he may not be most like the most athletic quarterback, but this this guy is some special man. He threw for over 500 yards. You don't have Julian Edelman. You don't have 
Brandon Cooks because Brandon Cooks gets popped by Malcolm Jenkins. And it was a clean hit, by the way. That was a clean hit. I don't care what anyone says about that. Malcolm Jenkins went right to the chest, and Brandon Brooks didn't see uh, Brandon Cooks didn't see him. So, adios. But um, Tom Brady again. You lose your two best weapons, and yeah, you still have Gronk, but just truly amazing. He went twenty-eight of forty of uh, forty-eight for five hundred and five yards and three touchdowns. Tom Brady is the first quarterback in regular season and postseason history to throw over 500 yards and lose. Think about that for a second. For the Eagles to win this Super Bowl, all right, think all right, think about this. I'm going to rephrase it, rephrase my logic, and hit you guys with this one. To everyone listening right now, coming into the game, if you were to tell me that Tom Brady and the New England Patriots never punted the ball the entire game and you still win the game, you guys, you guys would probably think I'm, I'm losing my mind. That's how the game was played. The New England Patriots did not punt the ball one time the entire game. Not once. The Eagles did, I believe, one time. And that, was be- and that should have been a first down because Jay Ajayi was wide open across the middle. But that, that's fine. Nick Foles, Doug Peterson, the, every, everyone on the Eagles' offensive side of the ball deserves a ton of credit. And Brandon Graham making that big play. Uh, what he did with the final two minutes. I did say last week or two weeks ago that Tom Brady was going to throw a pick six to lose the game. So it wasn't a pick six, but he ended up losing the ball. He had the ball with two minutes left, and the Eagles got a turnover. I just had I had a gut feeling it was going to end in some form or that way. But um, everything, man. Corey Clement was the leading receiver in terms of yardage, a running back. And I was big, I've been big on Corey Clement since day one. I, I've said that the Eagles should have drafted him with the sixth or seventh round pick, but we even got a better deal for him. He is, we got him undrafted. So he looks like he is going to be a legit backup to Jay Ajayi and get in that mix in the future. And I, I'm completely excited for, for him and in his future because this guy overcame a gruesome neck injury in Wisconsin his junior year in, uh, in college, and he comes back his senior year for Wisconsin and runs for over 1,600 yards. So my hat's out to him. He's going to have a great future. The Eagles have a great future as a whole, too. All of our skill, all of our skill position players, other than Darren Sproles, is 27 years and younger. We have a lineman. Our lineman's young other than Jason Peters. Everyone else is 28 and younger. So this team is young. And they have a bright future ahead of them. So watch out the NFL. The Eagles might be might be a start of something special. I'll talk about that talk a little bit later into the show. But Danny Amendola, I'm just running through the stat list right now. Danny Amendola had eight receptions for 152 yards. So he was cooking the Eagles secondary. Gronk in the second half was completely destroying the Eagles. The worst drive the, the, the worst drive that I watched as an Eagles fan that I really got mad and I was yelling at the TV, was when coming out of halftime, the New England Patriots come coming coming out the out of halftime and they throw the ball to Gronk four straight times. As an Eagles fan, I'm sitting here, I'm listening, I'm like, man, we know the ball is going to Rob Gronkowski and we just can't stop it. So that was the only drive that I was really frustrated with the Eagles. But other than that, <clears throat> this Eagles team is something special, and it's going to be something special for years to come. And the NFC as a whole is a very tough conference. I wish the Eagles were in the AFC right now. It would only be a three-team race 
three-four team race, if that. But in the NFC, in the NFC, you have the Seahawks. They're all coming back healthy. You have the Green Bay Packers and Rodgers. You have the Minnesota Vikings in that defense. Even though we completely destroyed them, you still got to give them the benefit of the doubt. You have the 49ers who are up and coming. <clears throat> and Jimmy Garoppolo just got paid five years, $135 million. He is going to be a force to be reckoned with. You got the Eagles. You got the, I even though I don't even want to mention this team right now, you got the Dallas Cowboys with Zeke. And there's just so much. You got the Atlanta Falcons. You got the Carolina Panthers. You got the New Orleans Saints. Like, you, there's just so much talent in the NFC that it, the AFC has no match to it. And I just don't, I, I just don't see the Patriots right now with that defense winning any more Super Bowls. Will they probably get into the Super Bowl? Yeah, probably because they have the easiest division in football. You're in a division with the Bills, Dolphins, and Jets. Come on now. It doesn't get any easier than that. And will they win a Super Bowl another one? I don't really I don't really see that. I don't with this New England Patriots team right now. Their defense is too weak. But anyway, getting back to the Super Bowl, the Eagles had two first-team All-Pro linemen in Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson. So I knew coming into the game that the Patriots pass rush is not was not going to get the Foles all game. And it turned out to be exactly how I predicted it. The Eagles line completely dominated the game from start to finish. Lane Johnson was excellent. Vitae stepping in for Peters was excellent all season. You had those big boys in Kelsey. You had Brooks. You had Wes Winsky. Sorry if I pronounced his name wrong. The whole offensive line for the Eagles should have been Super Bowl MVP. I know that Nick Foles is going to get it because he has the numbers. But if you're really watching the football game, Nick Foles was not touched. He was not sacked all game. He had all day to throw the ball. Just like like Stephen A. Smith said it a couple days ago. He could have called his wife. He could have called his kid. And he would have still had time to throw the ball. So it it was truly an amazing performance from the Eagles offensive line. And they are my Super Bowl MVPs. But Nick Foles definitely deserves Super Bowl MVP. Don't get me wrong. But um, if you want to give me someone other than a quarterback to win Super Bowl MVP, I would have given it to that the whole offensive lineman for their excellent job of just completely neutralizing a, a Patriots defensive line. We ran the ball. We had over 500 yards of offense. It was truly an amazing performance from our offense. And another guy that deserves the the biggest credit in the world has to go with Doug. You have to go with Doug Peterson and what he did this season. The fact that this guy got snubbed from Coach of the Year and only had one one stinking vote for Coach of the Year is just pathetic. And the NFL should be ashamed of themselves for this one. You have a coach that led a seven and nine team to thirteen and three. You get home field advantage. You win a division. And then you lose your quarterback after Thanksgiving. And you go on and you still end up clinching the division. You end up getting home field advantage with a backup quarterback. We saw the Raiders try and do that last uh, two years ago when they lost Derek Carr. What happened with the Raiders? They lost the division to the Chiefs in Week 17. And then the Raiders lost in the, in the first round wild card round. That's what the Raiders did with a backup quarterback. And what the Eagles did with Nick Foles? Oh, yeah, it's fine. We beat the Raiders on Christmas Day. We may not have looked good, but we still beat the Raiders. Yeah, we'll give Dallas the win. But then we beat an Atlanta Falcons team that went to the Super Bowl last year. 
we completely dismantled the number one defense in football. That is the Minnesota Vikings coming into the game. And then what do you do? You defeat the New England. Well, they didn't, for Coach of the Year, they didn't know that. But to cap off Doug Peterson's excellent season, you defeat the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. And a lot of those play call, and you have the Philly special, which is going to be the greatest Super Bowl play ever in terms of what it mattered to the game. It's fourth and goal at the one-yard line. You can't, you can't kick a field goal there. Tom Brady, you can't give Tom Brady time to score at the end of the first half. If the, Think about this. If the New England Patriots come in there and they stop Tom Brady, or well, no, my fault, if Tom Brady, New England Patriots defense, stop the Eagles on that fourth down and goal play, all the momentum goes to New England. And the fact that Doug Peterson and Nick Foles had the guts to call that play call, best play call in Super Bowl history, it completely, it, it completely, <clears throat> my fault, I'm ranting right now, I'm, I'm into it. It completely changed the outcome of the game. And for those watching it who are not Eagles fans, come on now, you got to realize that. We're only up, I believe, yeah, we're only up three at the time. It's 15 to 12. And the Philly special gives us that seven points. We didn't want to come in and kick three. and Because we are, you already know what the Patriots are going to do in the second half. They're going to come and score a touchdown. And that's exactly what they did. So you don't want three to end the half. You want seven. And that's what Doug Peterson had that attack mentality. And that's why this guy should have been coach of the year. It is absolutely pathetic to me how a guy only... How a guy that led his team to a 13-3 and record gave him home field advantage throughout the playoffs. And he ends up taking them to the Super Bowl, and he only gets one stinking vote. And Bill, Bel- Bill Belichick had the same amount of votes as him. And Bill Belichick does this left and right. Don't get me wrong, the Rams coach deserved coach of the year. You take a team that completely stunk, and you turn them into an offensive juggernaut. I get that. I'll give the Rams coach tons of respect. But the fact that Doug Peterson only got one stinking vote, come on now. It's totally and completely ridiculous. And the NFL should completely change their voting system because the fact that he only got one vote, but that just led to the fire for the Eagles this season. This whole season, this Eagles team has been overlooked. And that's why they're Super Bowl champions. And finally, I have a Super Bowl ring as an Eagles fan to back up my smack talk when I'm off air, of course. I'm not going to talk smack here. But um, in terms of the game, LeGarrette Blunt had 14 carries for 90 yards. Uh, Clement had a big game. Everyone on the Eagles team, Aguilar, had nine catches. Zach Ertz in that fourth and one play, truly amazing. And then I'm going to get to the Patriots side of the ball too. It's just it's just right now, the Eagles, it's their first Super Bowl ever. And I've had some family members that have passed away and they have they have they I feel bad for them because they have not experienced they can't experience this. And I'm going to get to I'm going we're going to take a little break in like a couple minutes and then I'm going to talk about when we come back from a little music break. I'm going to talk about what this means for the city of Philadelphia. But before I wrap up this first topic, this Super Bowl topic, Tom Brady and the New England Patriots had over 600 yards of offense. James White, Burkhead, 
everyone on New England's team was snapping. And honestly, the New England Patriots were able to run the ball effectively too. I understand New England Patriots, you have Tom Brady, so you're going to throw the ball over 45 times. I get that. But I, I believe if the Patriots had a chance to redo this game, they would have ran the ball more in the second half and taken some time off the clock and give your defense more time to rest. Because I get it. Um, the Eagles were just killing the Patriots' defense. But um, when you score, I, I, I know this firsthand because I used to play football. When you score in one minute, so let's say your defense just makes a great stand and your offense goes out there and scores in a minute. Your defense, it may not affect you now, but later in the game, those quick drives, they wore you out. The more you're on the field, the more worn out you get. I've been a part of games in high school where it's been a shootout and it's been a total beatdown. Like, you know, you're getting your butt kicked and you're exhausted, you're tired. The other team is just killing you on the offensive side of the ball. It doesn't matter what you do. And it stinks from a defensive player, but the 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 more whoever wins time of possession usually wins the game. And the Eagles had, this is the statement drive of the game, the game-winning drive. The Eagles went 14 plays, 75 yards, took almost eight minutes off of the clock. That's how you get it done. That's championship football right there. When you know your defense has been struggling all game, you need a long, methodical touchdown drive, and that's exactly what the Eagles did. Whenever New England thought they had to stop, Nick Foles made a big play. Al Aguilar had a couple third-down catches. Zach Ertz on the fourth-down catch. There's a reason why this Eagles team is a Super Bowl team compared to years past. Years past, Eagles fans were used to seeing McNabb make the key mistake. Or Andy Reid making the terrible call. This Eagles team is together. They play together. They love each other. And that's why this team is a Super Bowl champion. And you can tell that they trust each other. It's fourth down and one. The Eagles have the ball not even at half field. At not even at half field. They're not even at the 50-yard line. They're at, they're at their own 47-yard line, I believe. Fourth down and one. If you don't get that first down... Tom Brady has the ball in your territory, and you're already down one point. But guess what? This Eagles team believes in each other. Nick Foles makes a great clutch throw to Zach Ertz. Eagles end up getting a couple first downs, scoring the touchdown, and then now we are Super Bowl champions. But I hope you guys enjoyed that first topic. It's going to be all football today. So we're going to get back. We're gonna, I want to play a couple, couple songs for you guys. So I hope you guys enjoy it's going to be a quick little break here. I'm going to get back and talk about what this championship means for the city of Philadelphia. So stay strong to everyone listening. Okay, I'm ready. Breathe in, breathe in, breathe out. Shake that up, speed up, go fast, slow down. Breathe in, breathe in, breathe out. Shake that up, speed up, go fast, slow down. Walking, everybody yell like, watch out. Got it too lit like pipe down. 
No, I can't wait, need it right now. Get guac on the one, who she like now? Cut it up from the morning to the night now. That's the reason that I wanna fight now. Got my diamond, shine like a lighthouse. Pull up, walking, everybody yell like, watch out. Breathe in, breathe in, breathe out. Shake it out, speed up, go fast, slow down. Breathe in, breathe in, breathe out. Shake it out, speed up, go fast, slow down. Four, four, eight, four. I'm bored, rock star, that's a course, white girl, like Lord, she don't really get too impressed, huh, the accord, long as she get her beauty rest, then I'm a bore, got that, girl way, she need three thousand, call my phone like every day on speed dial, hundred thousand, new watch, got like three dollars, I don't eat out, hit once, leave out, breathe in, breathe in, breathe in, breathe out, shake that out, speed up, go fast, slow down, back it up, Rack it up, tore that back it up, 30 nails, hammer tuck, so there's no way that you jamming us, no way. Breathe in, breathe in, breathe out, shake it out, speed up, go fast, slow down. Breathe in, breathe in, breathe out, shake it out, speed up, go fast, slow down. Four, four, eight, four, four, eight, four, four, eight, four, four, eight, million, army, J, C, count up. Pay me, pull up, sauce, got the drip, foreign, broad, like a mix, bull, dog, with a pitch, bull, dog, with a grip, bull, 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 million, army, J, Z, count up, pay me, Ollie, yeah, hey, me, why? Covered in that water, waist deep water. Pull up in that lounge, just me. My pulling up, eight deep. What's up? Breathe in, breathe in, breathe out. Shake it out, speed up, go fast, slow down. Breathe in, breathe in, breathe out. Shake it out, speed up, go fast, slow down. Four, four, eight, four, four, eight, four, four, eight, four, four, eight, million on me. J, Z, count up, pay me, breathe in, breathe in, breathe out, shake that out, speed up, go fast, slow down, breathe in, breathe in, breathe out, shake that out, speed up, go fast, slow down, four, 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 million, army, J, Z, count up, pay me,
soy anything, I got the cheat code. I got the cheat code. Spent two bands on some up jeans. I'm just making memory jeans, though. Yeah, bad Till she came from Puerto Rico. Yeah, she a freak. I don't really wanna fall in love with a freak. Yeah, she a freak. Huh. Ballin' so hard, they gon' think I got a cheat code They gon' think I got a cheat code, yeah I don't gotta do it NBA gon' follow up and rock could do it, yeah But fuck it, I'ma do it I got a 40 with a drum and I know how to use it, it go With the beat, I told him it's the music See the pinky ring when I threw up the W I gotta keep a pistol in my Benny Coop, yeah Don't get too comfortable Yeah, my protect to flood it up, yeah. Got a rollie, but I f***ed it up, yeah. We don't know about a one-on-one, we don't. Them if they don't f*** with us, yeah. Beast mode, go beast mode. Ballin' so hard, yeah, they think I got the cheat code. I got the cheat code. Spent two bands on some more jeans. Those Mike and Mary jeans, though. Yeah, bad luck. Then she came from Puerto Rico, yeah.
Can you tell if the surfaces in this kitchen are crawling with bacteria that could cause chronic arthritis? Listen. Can't, can you? You can't see it either. Wash surfaces, utensils, and hands frequently with soapy water while preparing food, especially when handling raw meats or eggs. Raw food may contain bacteria that can make you very sick or worse. One in six Americans will get sick from food poisoning this year, and roughly 3,000 will die. But you can keep your family safer by cleaning with soap and water as you go. Learn more about this and other important information. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. That's foodsafety.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. If you're out of the Radler and Wayne area and you still want to hear the best college radio station there is, you can go to WYBF.com and click Listen Now. That is the sexiest thing I have ever seen. WYBF.com. Hey everyone, it's your boy Josh Sanchez, and on every Thursday from 1030 to 1230, if you're looking for the latest sporting news about the MLB, NHL, NBA, NFL, and more, you come into the right place. Swoop Radio airs on 89.1 WYBF Cavalier Radio and on www.wybf.com. So hope you guys enjoy the show. And this is Josh signing off. Now it's time for a Cabrini Live reach out. Bullies don't just introduce themselves. You need to spot the clues. Grades may drop. Kids might try to avoid school. And they probably won't want to talk about it. Bullying happens to both boys and girls. You can stop bullies by talking to your children, school officials, and other concerned parents. Find out more, visit www.makegruff.org. That again is makegruff.org. This message has been brought to you by the U.S. Department of Justice and WYBF Cavalier Radio. And Swoop Radio is back. For the second topic of the day, I did a little Super Bowl recap, of course. Eagles getting that victory 41-33. to But um, <clears throat> I'm going to talk about, this topic is going to be very interesting, about what does this Super Bowl mean to the city of Philadelphia. And I'm going to get started with Ray Dillinger. For those who do not know who Ray Dillinger is, he is a Philly sports media icon. He does all the post game for the Eagles, covers the Eagles, covers pretty much every Philly sport in my opinion. He's always talking on Eagles talk. And, and when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, he was on live TV. He's We always taught as sports media to keep to be as professional as much as we can. And he just couldn't hold back the tears. For those who have not watched and witnessed that video, I recommend watching it. Ray Dillinger was crying and upset. He talked about how how this meant to his family, the loved ones that he's lost, and and because the Eagles have not won in so long. They haven't won since 1960, and there's a lot of loved ones. For some people listening now, there might be some loved ones that were lost, that were diehard Eagles fans. But um, it's truly a blessing now to say that this team is now Super Bowl champions. And... To hear that from, to see that from late from Ray Dillinger, a Philadelphia media icon, that just shows you what this city, what this championship means, and what this means to me. I have come from a family background that has 
Love the Eagles diehard. I remember I was born in 98, so I was probably about five, six years old when the Eagles lost to the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. And I had my T.O. jersey, my, my mini T.O. jersey. I remember it. And I was just sick to my stomach. And this is me at five years old. And as this team grew up, and I grew up with this team, I had to deal with the 08, uh, the 08 championship. I'm at my dad's house. We're down 21 nothing against the Arizona Cardinals at half, at halftime. And then me and I were just talking about the game, frustrated. It, I'm trying to hold back my emotions. I, I'm, I'm, if you guys don't know me, I'm one of the most chill, laid-back type of people outside of sports. But once the Eagles play, man, I'm a completely different person. And uh, this team started coming back in the second half. When I tell you, I did not get up from my seat at all. I, I didn't get up in my seat at all. And because I'm like, I was, I'm superstitious. I can't do this. And then all of a sudden, the Eagles tie the game. And then here comes the Arizona Cardinals. They come right back and score a game winning touchdown. And the McNabb doesn't get the ball. The, the, there's no much time left on the clock anyway. But I remember sick to my stomach in that game. And then I go back to the Michael Vick era when we lost to the Green Bay Packers at home. They're the sixth seed. The Packers end up winning the Super Bowl that year. And then we then we have a little run with Nick Foles and Chip Kelly and the Saints and Darren Sproles. All I remember is Darren Sproles' is like 45-yard punt return. And I'm like, man, teams just keep coming in the Philly, and you just continue to get the they, – they continue to beat us. But then finally, Doug Peterson changed that. Change that mentality. Teams don't come to Philadelphia and win anymore. And going through the heartache and understanding the pain of a fan, you don't just come and join the bandwagon. You got to be there when they win and when they lose. And it just makes it better. It just makes it 10 times better knowing that I've been there since day one. And I'm going to say the same thing about the Sixers, too. I was, me and my best friend Isaiah go to Sixers games at Nerlens Noel as the best town on the court. But when the when the Sixers turn out to be a, a finals contending team in a couple years, all we're gonna remember is man, remember those days when Nerlens Noel and we had Hollis Thompson and Tony Roten to root for. Like that's how it feels right now to be an Eagles fan. I remember the days where we went four and twelve in Reed's final year, and we're all yelling "Boo Reed" and get him out of here. Andy Reed, Hall of Fame coach, he is definitely one of the best coaches to ever coach the game. He just couldn't get the job done when it mattered most. And he's doing the same problem in Kansas City. But anyway, that's a different talk, topic for another day. But um, what this really means to me as a fan, is it's, it's so special. I come into school on Monday. I have no voice, but I'm smiling. I've been smiling all week. I've just been ten times happier knowing that the Eagles won the Super Bowl. And I just finally have, finally have something to talk, to talk smack about, to back, to back up everything. But um, you guys, during the break, during the next break, you guys can call in. I will take any call re- and call in request at 610-902-8453. That, again, is 610-902-8453. You can call into the station. If you guys want to be on air, I'll, I'll talk to you during the break. And um, we can talk about your story, too, and how it felt, how it feels to be champions now and what this championship means to you. But now I'm going to transition to the parade real quick and talk about the parade. <clears throat> the Philadelphia Eagles parade was truly an amazing it was an amazing experience. If I had a chance to redo it though, I would have went 
to the beginning of the parade, met, met with all the players, and then left. But um, I got a chance to see Jason Kelsey's speech live. I would play an audio clip right now, but, <laughs> man, he completely that, – that, it was one of the best speeches ever from a player. Because you got to understand, this team <clears throat> has been overlooked all season long. Everything he said, Carson Wentz didn't play in a D1 school. Nick Foles doesn't have it anymore. Jay Ajayi is too injury prone. Jason Kelsey's too small. Lane Johnson can't stay off the roids or the, the juice. Uh, like he literally named the whole team and I'm just sitting there live. My phone, my phone's dead. I can't even record the speech. And it's just truly an amazing speech that he had. And he completely nailed everything in the whole summary of this Eagle season. This team is, was overlooked. Doug Peterson only got one vote for coach of the year. Carson Wentz. Um, I will Tom Brady. I wanted Tom Brady to get the, win the Super Bowl, uh, win MVP anyway, because ever since Kurt Warner won it in 1999 or 2000 around that season. My apologies if I'm off by a year or two. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, M- NFL MVPs are now 0 and 9 in the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning lost twice. Tom Brady lost twice. He also lost when he was the MVP in 07 two to the Giants. Um, UDs. University of Delaware's own Rich Gannon was an MVP in 2002. He lost. So there's a big list for Super Bowl, for NFL MVPs. Cam Newton lost. Matt Ryan lost. So you don't want to win MVP in the NFL and then get um, and then get into the Super Bowl because you've ever since Kurt Warner won it, won his Super Bowl, no one's ever done that. So, but um, the parade was truly an amazing. It was just an amazing experience. I left my house at around 6.30. I was I was in Philly by 7.30, and there was already a huge crowd. Um, I brought my little cousin. I brought my older cousin, too, and my little brother. It was a great experience. Got a chance. We were right there. Saw the whole parade. And if the Eagles win again, I recommend coming out. If you, got, if you guys don't have the patience to stay to the end, go to the beginning where there's less people and... You get you get a better chance of meeting the players too. Like Doug Peterson was walking around with the trophy. I know he did it towards the end too, but uh, I've had I've had friends that literally were there at the beginning, and by the time Jason Kelsey made his speech, he was already home relaxing. So uh, the traffic coming home was just it was just a long one long day. But in terms of what this means to you, yeah, the the line is open. You can call at six one zero nine zero two eight four five three. And voice your opinion on what this Super Bowl means to you. But um, the Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. And I can say that loud and proud now. And I'm going to transition. Um, we're going to take another quick little break here. I'm going to tr- quickly transition. And I'm going to talk about what Josh McDaniels happened. And just get ready for the offseason. We've had some drama with Lane Johnson and the Patriots. We've also had the Eagles losing their quarterback coach and their offensive coordinator. So what this means for Carson Wentz and Andrew Luck, and and uh, it's going to be it has been a start of a great show here. It's going to be a great week of sports. So much to talk about. So again, you're listening to 89.1 WYBF FM Cavalier Radio. We're going to be right back here and get back to the music. So I hope you guys enjoy the music. It's it is only the start of something special, man. Just letting you guys know.
it like a stir fry. Whip it in the kitchen wrist, twist it like a stir fry. Whip it in the kitchen wrist, twist it like a stir fry. Whip it in the kitchen wrist, twist it like a stir fry. Whip it, take a whip it, intermission, let the birds fly. I get money, turn no vision through my third eye. Money, yeah, that skillet, watch me flip it like it's five guys. Look at my pilgrim, check out the ceiling, look at the blue sky. I keep a jet, check, yeah, boogies they sit on my lip. I don't regret, yeah, I'm petting, I don't got a debt. You crawl for you wall, you can't ball. We gon' ball when you free. Stop watching me. Democracy, you wanna copy me. Watch. Life's Monopoly. Go copy some land and some property. AP, Rose, Pink Diamonds, Wool. Whip up the soda. Diamonds off the road. Boys in a bando, and my nigga never walking again. Apologize if I'm hopping again. I know these things happen often, but I'm back on the scene. I was lost in a dream as I write this a teen down in Austin. I've been building me a house back home in the South, my won't believe what it's costing. And it's fit for a king, right? Or a that can sing and explain all the pain that it cost him. My 16 should have came with a coffin. The fame and the fortune, well, maybe not the fortune, but one thing is for sure the fame is exhausting. That's why I moved away. I needed privacy, surrounded by the trees in Ivy League. Students that's recruited higher league, thinking you do you and I do me. Crib has got a big old back of yard. My stand outside and pass cigars, filled with marijuana, laughing hard. Thankful that they friends are platinum star. In the driveway, there's no rapper cars, just some to get from back and forth. Just some shit to get from back and forth. Welcome to the shelter, this is pure. We'll help you if you felt too insecure to be the star you always knew you were. Wait, I think police is at okay, the door. The neighbors think I'm selling dope. I guess the neighbors think I'm selling dope. Selling dope. Neighbors think I'm selling dope. Neighbors think I'm selling dope. 
the neighbors think I'm selling dope. Selling dope, selling dope, selling dope, selling dope. Some things you can't escape. Death, taxes, and a rape. Sis society to make every feel like a candidate for a Trayvon kind of fate. Even when your crib sit on a lake. Even when your plaques hang on the wall. Even when the president jammed your tape. Took a little break just to annotate how I feel. Damn it, slate. I can't sleep because I'm paranoid. Black in a white man territory. Cops bust in with the army guns. No evidence of the harm we done. Just a couple neighbors that assume we slang. Only time they see us, we be on the news and change. Damn. Sports talk show like none other. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is All the Hot Takes. Mike Tomlin should be on the hot seat to start the 2018 NFL season. All the truth. The Sixers will finish as the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference come playoff time. Coverage of all the major sports. The Flyers have two of the league's top link getters and are not in the playoff spot. You know what that means? It's time to blow this thing up and start from scratch. The good apples of the week. My boy Mikel Bridges over there at Villanova. Had a great week playing versus our Penn and St. Joe's. Big numbers both games, so congrats, Mikel. And plenty of heated debates. I thought it was a hot dog, not a sandwich. Why? It's in a bun. Tune into Sports Source every Friday from 12 to 2 on 89.1 WIBF FM Cavalier Radio, WIBF.com, or MixCloud.com. Can you tell if the surfaces in this kitchen are crawling with bacteria that could cause chronic arthritis? Listen. You can't see it either. Wash surfaces, utensils, and hands with soapy water while preparing food, especially when handling raw meats or eggs. Raw food may contain bacteria that can make you very sick or worse. Roughly 3,000 Americans will die from food poisoning this year, but you can keep your family safer. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. You're tuned in to the hottest station in Radnor, 89.1, WYBFFM. And we're back. I hope you guys enjoyed the music. But now, before I get started with my topic, now let's take a look at the WYBF community calendar. Team Children of Adubon, Pennsylvania is a nonprofit organization that provides refurbished computers to needy families, schools, and organizations in the Delaware Valley. They spend they spread support and you too by volunteering to distribute these computers to disadvantaged families. 
If you are interested in making a difference, you can visit their website at www.teamchildren.com or call 610-666-1795. That number again is 610-666-1795. The WYBF Community Calendar keeps you informed. And now we are back. And now transitioning, we did Eagles for the whole hour. I, I did it by, my, by myself for the whole hour. And now here we go. We're going to transition to the New England Patriots because we have a couple of topics to talk about. Starting with Josh McDaniels. I have a bone to pick with this guy. How are you going to say that you are going to be a head coach for a football team and then last minute back down and turn it down? I get it that you want to be the Patriots offensive coordinator, and I get it that the Colts job is a little bit risky right now because they are 4-12, and but you have Andrew Luck as a quarterback to build. Andrew Luck is something special, and he is going to prove that next year. My, I want to make a bold statement right now. Andrew Luck is going to win NFL Comeback Player of the Year next year, and I'll say that from right now. Remember this date. February 12, 2018. Andrew Luck will be will be the 2019 NFL Comeback Player of the Year. This guy is something special. And the fact that you don't want to come in there and and coach this guy, I don't I don't I, don't, I just don't get it. And you just lost your opportunity to become a head coach in the in the National Football League for the rest of your life. Because teams see that disloyalty and dishonesty, they're not going to want to hire you. That just costs you right there 25 head coaching jobs. There's always going to be the Cleveland Browns that you can join. There's always going to be the uh, the terrible teams in the NFL. You might get lucky with them. But in terms of the rest of the league, you might as well kiss a head coach job goodbye. And I know that you had dreams of becoming, your dream job is to be an NFL head coach in the NFL. And you turn it down to come back to a Patriots team that has a... I get it, he's Tom Brady, but he's going to be 41 next year. And they have no defense to speak of. Who Who is the Patriots defensive lineman? Flowers? That's not really an intimidating ma- a name. You have James Harrison. He is a Hall of Fame player and he is a beast. I respect him as a man. And the way out he... Works out, man. Look, look at his workout videos. He is a beast. I don't know how he does it. He's four, he's like around forty, and he looks like he's in better shape than some rookies in the NFL. But um, he he's he's up there in age. And you saw in the Super Bowl, man. There's get they're getting no pass rush at all. And Hightower's coming off of a bad injury. And don't get me started with Malcolm Butler. I'm gonna get to Malcolm Butler a little bit later too. You're gonna lose Malcolm Butler. You have no defense. I get it. You have Tom Brady as your quarterback. I get it. But, man, you turned down a great opportunity for to be an Indianapolis Colts head coach. And this Colts team is on the come up. I get it. They're 4-12. and and But you got to understand, Andrew Luck was not there. You don't have your franchise quarterback playing for you. And Chuck Pagano and Jim Irsay or whoever the GM was for the Colts, did a terrible job with the draft. Besides this past year's draft, they've done a terrible job. 
You draft a, a wide receiver in the first round when you know you need linebacker help. You know you need corner help two years ago. You need lineman help. Andrew Luck has been hit over 150 times in the NFL in, in, over the course of the last two seasons before his injury. Like, that is ridiculous. And the fact that you don't get any lineman help, you don't get any defensive help either when your defense is one of the worst in football, I don't get it. And coming into the Colts, you would have had a great situation to change the culture of the team, grow Andrew Luck, and let Andrew Luck take those next steps to becoming an amazing football player that we saw. He was an MVP candidate a couple years ago, led them to the AFC title game. It's not Andrew Luck's fault that your defense needed some work, but this past draft, the Colts did a great job in, the, in, the, in drafting defensive players. So I'll give the Colts that one. But if you're Josh McDaniels, you got you just lost your head coaching job for any team in the NFL in the future. Just so you can work with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick again. But who knows how long that run is going to last. Who knows. But if I was a Colts fan, I would be absolutely frustrated at this deal. But I mean, the Colts ended up getting someone really good anyway. And that is the Eagles offensive coordinator. And uh, he is going to be something special. Uh, Eagles offensive coordinator Frank uh, Rich. Sorry if I pronounce his name. It's probably Rich or something. But he signed a five-year deal with the Colts uh, early, uh, later last week. So it's it's good that he gets to branch out now because as an offensive coordinator, it all starts with the position coach. But before I get on to it, you are listening to eighty-nine point one WYBF FM, Radnor, Pennsylvania. So I had to do a little station on television on the top of the hour. But anyway, you, as a, as, a, as a coach, as a coach in the NFL, you start out small. You start as a position coach. And then all of a sudden you do really good at a position coach. You take the next step. You get that coordinating job. You get a bigger, like you start out, let's say you start out as a special teams uh, running back coach or something like that. You get bigger. You take the next steps. And that's what the Eagles Quarterback coach John the the uh, the Fipolo, my bad if I pronounce his name wrong. That's what he did with the minute. Now he is now the offensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. You start out as a position coach, then you work your way up. You earn your way up. And Josh McDaniels just lost his whole opportunity to become a legit head coach in the NFL, and that's because he wants to play again with Tom Brady. I get it that he's the best. But how long is that run going to last, really? Let's be honest here. Tom Brady is 40 years old. He did just throw over 500 yards in the Super Bowl. He probably, in my opinion, I think he has two, three more seasons left to Tom Brady playing. I get it. But with the team around him not doing good, you're losing defensive pieces. You have problems with Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler is leaving the Patriots organization. And there's a disconnect between Robert Kraft and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick Robert uh, with the whole Jimmy Garoppolo situation. Bill Belichick wanted Jimmy Garoppolo to stay in New England. Kraft wanted to keep Brady happy, and Kraft and Brady ended up working together so that he can stay, and they got rid of Garoppolo. They, of course, there's going to be no reports now of saying that, but... um. That's what went down. And there's a disconnect right now between the New England Patriots. And Bill Belichick is always that blue collar. He is he won he's won five Super Bowl rings 
as a head coach. So he is that next man, men, 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 next man up mentality. And what he did to Malcolm Butler was completely shocking. I thought that he was going to be on Alshon Jeffrey all game. And it turns out that he only runs special teams. He's crying on the sideline. And it's it's crazy. It's it's going to be crazy to see what the New England Patriots are going to do from here on out. They need to work on the defensive side of the ball. It's not. It, they're not looking good at all on the defensive side of the ball. But to be honest, I, it's time for someone new to step up. The Jaguars are on the come up. The Texans, everyone's going to be healthy next season. And Cushing, the linebacker, is not going to be suspended like he was last year. So the Texans will be back on full strength. The Chiefs got rid of Alex Smith. You have a, Now you have a rookie, depending on how he plays, can determine how how good the Chiefs will be. So the AFC is starting to get better. You have those those Steelers, and what can they do? Just if I, All the Steelers have to do is just stop talking smack, and then they'll be good to go. But um, if the Patriots, you got to be concerned. Denver, if Denver gets Kirk Cousins, they're right back in the mix for being a Super Bowl title team. They have the pieces around. They have Demarius Thomas. They have Emmanuel Sanders. They have a good run game with C.J. Anderson. And they have a, that elite defense in Von Miller. If you give the if you give an elite defense a stud at quarterback, oh man, watch how much confidence you're going to give them. But uh, yeah, it is going to be interesting to see what the Patriots will do from here on out. But in terms of Josh McDaniels, you are a complete and an utter embarrassment to the NFL, and you're never going to get a a head coaching football job in the NFL ever again. So I hope you enjoy being an offensive coordinator for the Patriots for these next two years. And once Brady retires, I don't know what you're going to do with the rest of your career. But um, in terms of coaches, if you want me to be honest, I'm, I'm going to be honest right now in terms of coaches. The the most the top coaches I cannot stand in the NFL, and, it's, and I have facts to back, up, to back up my claim too. I can't stand Sean Payton from the Saints. I love Drew Brees. I absolutely love Drew Brees. He's a great quarterback, one of the best to ever do it. One of four to throw for over 70,000 career passing yards. But I cannot stand Sean Payton. And what he did with, during the Saints Super Bowl run, I know he wasn't the one that did it, but he approved it, where the, they had Saints defensive players purposely target opposing star players and take them out of the game. So that's why in the NFC title game, or well, when they beat the Cardinals in the divisional round, the Saints defense took out Kurt Warner. And then the following week, they took out Brett Favre for a, a small proportion of the game. And that was Brett, Brett Favre's final game in his career. And the Saints got caught on record saying to go for the head and go for the legs and take out the star players. And then also, Sean Payton also has a reputation of being a total, a total, I, 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 I got I to keep it PG though, but you get what I'm trying to say where he completely walks off the sidelines when he loses, shows no class. He's had moments of showing no class at all, and I can't stand Sean Payton at all as a coach. Bill Belichick, I can't stand him either, but I respect him because he's won five Super Bowl titles. But he he completely, he's had a history of treating players with disrespect. But, um, yeah, Josh McDaniel, Jeff Fisher, I absolutely cannot stand when players come into Jeff Fisher and completely stink, and then they end up going to other teams and snapping. Jeff Fisher has the most losses in NFL history, and I'm so happy he does not have a job. He's a, he's a great man off the field, 
But in terms of his coaching, he's cannot stand him. He is terrible with developing quarterbacks. You do not want Jeff Fisher as your head coach. And to top off my classlessness list, I'm going to wrap it up and take a quick break here with Tom Brady and the Super Bowl. People were complaining about Cam Newton and how the way how he was, had his post-game press conference where he barely, barely answered any questions after the Super Bowl and was down. People criticized this man for a whole year, and they still criticize him to this day, and he deserves to be criticized. Cam Newton does. But, come on now. Who was watching that Super Bowl? When the Eagles won the Super Bowl, Tom Brady didn't shake nobody's hand. I get it. And but now pe- and, and, and then people try to defend Tom Brady and say he has the biggest will to win and he has he his competitive spirit is second to none, so he gets a free pass here. Come on now, that's hypo- that that is completely hypo- hypocritical. You can't be critical on Cam Newton and hit the way how he was treated in Super Bowl 50 in his post-game press conference and not talk about Tom Brady and and the lack of class he had when he walked off the field. He didn't shake nobody's hand when that confetti flew. Bill Belichick shook Doug Peterson's hand. But but what did Tom Brady do? Ran right to the sideline, ran right to the locker room, and left. Didn't answer nothing. Yeah, he had a good post-game press conference. I get it. But that, if that doesn't show lack of class, then I don't know what shows it. And the fact that he's not getting criticized on that, it's hypocritical. You have a guy that's won five Super Bowls. He, his heart is second to none. He is right, In terms of heart, he is right up there with, with Michael Jordan in terms, of, in, tar, in terms of heart. Talent, no. Talent-wise, no. They're not even the same. One throws a football, the other one dunks and... And bangs on people and showboats and won a dunk contest and dropped over forty in a playoff game. Basketball, you need you need more athleticism to be successful. Tom Brady just throws a football, but he does it really well. But come on now, the fact that no one's gonna bash him for his lack of of respect towards the Eagles for when he when he lost Super Bowl, like we all saw, we all saw him get up there and stand up there. When he beat the Falcons, but the fact that no one criticized him when people were bashing Cam Newton for the way how he acted in his post-game press conference said that he is immature and has lack of class and this, that, and the third. You gotta be, you gotta criticize everyone. You gotta be fair to everyone. You can't just criticize one person and then completely ignore another person and give him a free pass. Tom Brady showed lack of class in that Super Bowl. And I get it. Tom Brady's the best quarterback to ever play. Best football player in terms of heart and grind and competitiveness. Big respect to him. He threw for over 500 yards in the Super Bowl game. Truly amazing. But come on now. you got to show better class than that. Have to. And you can't criticize Cam Newton and and backlash Cam Newton for his disrespect during his Super Bowl press conference, his post game speech, and then give and then give Tom Brady a free pass. But we're gonna get back to the music here. I hope you guys enjoyed that quick little topic. I'm going to transition and talk about more football, more sports. I might throw in some little bit of basketball in there because the seventy sixers are currently playing a great game against the Knicks and they're going on a great run. So I'm gonna talk about the success of Philly and all, and other stuff like that. 
So we're going to get back. I hope you guys enjoyed the music. It is around 9, 10. So Swoop Radio's starting to get towards Sanchez's final words. It's going to be a good one. I hope you guys enjoy the music again. Lovely. If I'm in my mind at work, would you still? Lovely. 
Keep it a hundred, I'd rather you trust me than to love me. Keep it a whole one, don't got you, I got nothing. I got something. Hold up. We gon' function. No assumption. Feeling like Tyson with it. Knock it out twice, I'm with it. Only for the night, I'm kidding. Only for life, yeah. Only for life, yeah. Only for life, let's get it. Hit that shoulder link. I know we're coming over me. Backstroke overseas. I know what you need. Already on 10, all money come in. All feeling go out. This feeling don't drought. This party won't end. If I didn't ride blade on curve, would you still? If I'm in my mind at work, would you still? Keep it a hundred, I'd rather you trust me than to. Keep it a Smiling happy, but I'm laughing 'cause a new man 
Compliment myself. She don't want me, I'm running wild. You know I respect her on that level. She don't want me, then I'm a letter. Go over there with that propeller. Walk off my St. Laurent, that leather. My new chick, I swear that she better. Want me back, never. That's true. That right. She sipping one way, and yeah, I swear it get her wet. My loop, but that's loose, so my bottom stays red. No, I'm not a rat, but by my child. Just talked to your homie, she said we should be together. Yeah, me brand was so insane that I made her my head. If she ever call my phone, you know I got a dad. But I like that girl too much, I wish I never met.
7,000 high school students drop out every school day. That's one every 26 seconds. So here's a 26-second message of encouragement. Hi, I'm Stacy. Look, you know, I've been there. It's tough. And I just want to say, if you find yourself feeling negative, use it as motivation. Let it be like the fuel in the fire to keep you going. Because the best is yet to come. Seriously, you're capable of great things. Things you probably haven't even dreamed of yet. So don't quit now. See you at graduation. Do you have 26 seconds to convince a student to stay at their desk? Now you can share your message of support at BoostUp.org. We can keep students in school. Visit BoostUp.org and take the first step. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Hey everyone, it's your boy Josh Sanchez. And on every Thursday from 1030 to 1230, if you're looking for the latest sporting news about the MLB, NHL, NBA, NFL, and more, you come into the right place. Swoop Radio airs on 89.1 WYBF Cavalier Radio and on www.wybf.com. So hope you guys enjoy the show. And this is Josh signing off. Tired of those same old songs on those other radio stations? Then keep your dial locked on 89.1 WYBFFM. And Swoop Radio is back. I hope you guys enjoyed the music and that quick little break in here and there. But now we're going to transition. And this topic was just this just in breaking news. Earlier today, Johnny Manziel, the former Cleveland Browns quarterback and Heisman Trophy winner for Texas A&M, had a sit-down interview with ABC, and he reflects on his huge downfall and says he hopes to get back to the NFL. This is brought to you by ABC News, so I'm just quoting what he said to them. Um, According to TJ Holmes, uh, Johnny Manziel said, I had a sense of entitlement about what I had accomplished at the age. So when Johnny Manziel uh, won his Heisman, he was so young, he felt like he had all the power in the world, and he felt like he was the man. And I mean, I mean, if I'm around 19, 20 years old, I mean, I am 19, 20 years old. If I won the Heisman, I would have some form of sense of cockiness too if I was in the same situation as him. But Johnny Manziel has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. So for those who do not know what bipolar disorder is, according to ABC News, a bipolar disorder is when a person experiences extreme highs and extreme lows in their in their life. There's no real in-between. Every, uh, like everyone else around the world, millions of people, are just basic. They have their. They do. Everyone has their highs and their lows, but they're consistent. They have a consistent attitude. When you have a bipolar disorder, you you have extreme lows, which are like depression lows, where you don't do anything for the next for like a cup for like a week, and then all of a sudden you have an extreme high where you just go crazy and you do this, that, and the third, and then and that's part of bipolar. You go crazy. You, some people spend a lot of money. Some people just do daring things like they'll jump off planes or they'll get a new haircut, get a weird tattoo or something, and then they come crashing down to earth again. And with bipolar, there's no stable stableness. So that's what Johnny Manziel is currently going through. 
and he, he he talked about how he experienced the high, the extreme highs and the extreme lows of his careers, of his career. But he wants to get back into the NFL. Will he get another chance as a starting quarterback? Probably not, if you want my honest opinion. I root for him. I hope he does the best. He is one of the best college football quarterbacks to ever play the game. But you got you got to stay right. You got to you got to find a way to avoid those off the field issues. We have seen so many players be great on the field, but just do dumb stuff off the field that just hurt their reputation. And Johnny Manziel is a perfect example. He won the Heisman Trophy. He's a first-round draft pick. He gets a chance to start. He wins a couple games. And then all of a sudden, things just come crashing down. And it's tough because we, in today's society, we always want to root for kids, young, young adults, to be the person they want to be, be successful. You have a dream. You want to follow and chase the dream. But once you get a form of fame, once you start getting big, you can't go out and do dumb things. You can't go out and do stupid stuff because it's just going to ruin your reputation. And and especially when you're Johnny Manziel, the Heisman Trophy winner, everywhere you go, there's going to be someone looking at you. Everything you do, people are going to judge you. That's just a good, there's pros and cons of being famous. And hopefully he comes back into the NFL and becomes something successful. But in terms of right now, it's tough. And for every for every professional athlete, for every college athlete that's big name, every move you do, you get watched. That's just how society is. And now with social media, all someone has to do is pull out a phone and post it on Twitter and put hashtag uh, your name hashtag and you'll and you everyone will look at you. And all of a sudden you get you get all of a sudden you get known, you get a suspension over nothing. And we see that with with current former players, we see it with former players, we see it with current players, basketball, football, baseball, even the media people, even actors. We saw Kevin Hart, how he was, <laughs> how the Eagles won the Super Bowl. He dropped the f bomb on national television. He had to apologize to everyone. So every move you do when you're famous, it does truly, truly get watched, and. You, everyone listening, you got to be careful with what you do because the world is a very small, it's a small place. And the littlest things or the biggest things you do, well, everyone will always, there's always someone that notices what you do. But um, Johnny Manziel, he, again, one of the best college football athletes to ever play the game. And it's just... He's just his story just has extreme highs and extreme lows, and he said, "quote on on ABC News, I was self I was self medicating with alcohol, so he would drink alcohol constantly. That was his way to to defeat his battle with depression and with other uh, mental blocks and stuff like that. It's just crazy. That's another thing a lot of people do is they try to." to take drugs when when in reality all the drugs do is just make it worse and all, they get happy one time when they take it and all of a sudden it leads to addiction and they keep getting on and on and on and that's what happened with Johnny Manziel here he said when I would wake up the next day after a night like that going on a trip like that and and you wake up the next day and it's all gone 
that liquid courage or that liquid sense of uh, your your fear that is over. You is all you all is gone. So that that's what he said. Quote on ABC News with his sit down interview, word for word. So what he did was he would drink, have the time of his lives, and then wake up the next morning. I'm not, that's not the same guy. I'm different. It's I'm not happy. So he just kept drinking over and over and over again, and that's why he ended up having problems and not making it into the NFL. It's a shame because if you guys pull up his highlight tapes, Johnny Manziel was a truly amazing football player, and he won the Heisman Trophy. So that that if that doesn't say enough, then I don't know what else will say it. But um, that was just a quick little topic here. Swoop Radio, we're going to take a quick little break. We're going to get back to the music. And we're going to end on Sanchez's final words. It is going to be a bold statement that I have that I have in terms of football in general and in terms of the Eagles. So it's going to be a good one. So I hope you guys enjoy. So I'm trying to save as much time as I can for my final words. So we're going to get back to the music. I hope you guys, again, enjoy the music and are enjoying Swoop Radio here. Swoop Radio usually airs every Thursday from 10.30 to 12.30. I will have my normal, regular scheduled show. But since I didn't do one last week, and there's so much to talk about with sports, I had to do one tonight. So, hope you guys are enjoying the show. This is the start of something special for Swoop Radio. We'll be right back. I said, girl, why you keep calling? I said, girl, why you keep calling? Yeah. She said, I need a new whip. Yeah, cause I know that you're still balling. She just wanna go back to the future, so I brought that color DeLorean. 21 minutes until I gotta go, so I told that girl I'm gonna slaughter it. Yeah. 
want me cause I got the dope That's like a ride on my freak if it goes He passed me her friend so they switching roles Damn I just started it Man I just started it Oh my god please don't have out of me Don't got enough just to honor me I'm on that tree like an ottoman Money so long like a cardigan You lied to me wasn't sorry then On the weekend you was partying It was just me who was targeting me who was targeting, jump in the push on my target, jump in the lamb, I ain't pocketing, ice is so cold, I snow partying, go to my show, they applaud me, she call my phone with emergency, she call my phone with that urgency, I said, girl, why you keep calling, I said, girl, why you keep calling, yeah, she said, I need a new whip, cause I know that you still calling, she just wanna go back to the future, so I brought that girl a DeLorean, 21 minutes until I got go, so I told that girl, I'm gonna slaughter it, Left her man in the crowd on the floor Out of town, never saw her before Told her, baby, we don't got that long Listen, this not my city show But I treat it like my city show 20 more minutes into I'm on 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 Yeah, I am not slow Because you want me, cause I got the dope Bad that girl right on my freak if it goes He passed me her friend, so they switching roles Yeah. Ride with the mob, hum do Allah. Check in with me and do your job. Berg is the name, Bimbola did the chain. Tono for the watch, Prezi plain Jane. Yamagini yeah, chain, rest in peace to my superior. Hermes linger, feed a village in Liberia. TMZ taking pictures, causing my hysteria. Mama see me on BT and start tearing up. I'ma start killing niggas, how'd you get that tribe? I attended Harlem picnics where you risk your life. Uncle used to skim work, selling nicks at night. I was only eight years old, watching Nick at night. Uncle Psycho was in that bathroom bucket. Life to his gut, hope daddy don't cut him. Suicidal thoughts brought to me with no advisory. He was pitching dummies, selling fees, mad ivory. Grandma had the arthritis in her hands, bad. She was popping pills like rappers in society. I'll f*** your beer for the irony. I said, meet you at your and your keep eyeing me. Ride with the mob, hum to our law. Check in with me and do your job. Berg is the name, Bimbola did the chain. Turn on for the watch, Prezi playing Jane. Ride with the mob, hum to our law. Check in with me and do your job. Berg is the name, Bimbola did the chain. Turn on for the watch, Prezi playing Jane. Find me mobbing with my click or something, yeah. Mobbing with my click or something, hey. Mobbing with my click or something, yeah. I'ma explain why you probably never see me. I'm in a sucking place, no Instagram, I'm watching TV. I think I trade my breakfast, lunch, and dinner for some kitty. Please believe me, I see Riri, I'ma eat it like Panini. I go dumb up in the bra, hit the walls like graffiti. Indian burns all up on a wiggle wee wee. I think I need a foursome, Bella can do Gigi. It'd be easy if we're easy, hook it all up on a Lizzie. I go crazy in my easy, Kirk Neasy on a beat. I told him that we finna glow up in the street. Rappers talk subliminal, but they don't talk to me. Put them in the jersey, show a like Paulie D. Ride with the mob, hum to our law. Check you with me and do your job. Herb is the name, then Buller did the chain. Turn on for the watch, plenty plain Jane. Ride with the mob, hum to our law. Check you with me and do your job. Herb is the name, then Buller.
Baller did the chain. Turn on for the watch. Crazy plain Jane. Find me mobbing with my click or something. Yeah. Mobbing with my click or something. Hey. Mobbing with my click or something. Yeah. Mobbing with my click or something. Think it's a game. I came up from nothing. You can't tell me. Yeah, did it on my own. Check out my neck, check out my wrist. Yeah, I swear I ain't never expected it to be like this. Now I'm getting rich. I swear every day we lit. Yeah, every day we lit. Yeah, you can't tell me. Yeah, remember I was broke. Yeah, now I'm getting rich. Yeah, yeah. when you diamond cold, then then you know you lit. When you quit, you take a then you know you lit. Every day we lit. Yeah, every day we lit. Yeah, every day we lit. Vodka run, put it on my arm. Just counted the fifth with my mom. The ball done. All my car came from. My chain glowing. I ain't going, man. Look where we came from. Uh, all your bangles got my name on it. She want me to put my name on it. I got the hottest 16, one of the best you ever seen. But she like it when I sing on it. I came up from nothing. You can't tell me. Yeah, did it on my own. Check out my neck, check out my wrist, yeah. I swear I ain't never expected it to be like this. Now I'm getting rich. I swear every day we lit, Yeah, man. every day we lit, yeah. You can't tell me, yeah. Remember I was broke, broke. Now I'm getting rich, yeah. yeah when you diamond colder than a boot, then you know you lit. When you quit, you take a, then you know you lit. Every day we lit, yeah. Every day we lit, oh yeah. Every day we lit, oh yeah. Every day we lit, oh yeah. Get that new drop, put that on my block. Yeah. I just copped a new beam, put that on my Glock. Yeah. I done step my game up, got my change up. Uh, I swear on my, I won't never change up. Rolly all of my wrist, yeah. Rolly all of my boots. Yeah. I ain't going back, bro. Never. Now when you get rich, I did it all on my own. Then nobody gave me a loan. Now my diamonds on frost. Yeah. I came up from nothing. You can't tell me, yeah, did it on my own, check out my neck, check out my wrist, yeah. I swear I ain't never expected it to be like this, now I'm getting rich, I swear every day we lit, yeah, every day we lit, yeah, you can't tell me, yeah, remember I was broke, yeah, now I'm getting rich, yeah, when you diamond colder than a boot, then you know you lit, when you quit, you take a, then you know you lit, every day we lit, yeah, every day we lit, every day we lit, the Radler and Wayne area and you still want to hear the best college radio station there is, you can go to WYBF.com and click listen now. That is the sexiest thing I have ever seen. WYBF.com It's about to go back. It is time for Sanchez's final word.
you guys heard the promo, right? You know what that means. It is time for Sanchez's final words. And I have a very interesting topic to wrap up the show. And yes, I am going to be on the record. Remember this day, February 12, 2018. The Philadelphia Eagles. This is the start of a dynasty in the city of brotherly love. I'm I'm thinking the Eagles are going to win multiple Super Bowls with Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz at the helm. And here is why. Nick Foles is 29 years old. He is content with being the backup quarterback. Carson Wentz is only 25 years old. Jay Ajayi, 24 years old. I'm going down the list right now. Like Eric Blunt, he won't be resigned, probably. Corey Clement, 23 years old. Darren Sproles, veteran leader. He's the only one, 34. Nelson Aguilar, 24. Alshon Jeffrey, 27. Mac Hollins, 24. Torrey Smith, 29. Yeah, I don't know. He'll be back. I don't know. Zach Ertz, 27. Jason Kelsey, 30. Brandon Brooks, 28. Lane Johnson, 27. Vitae, 24. Peters, 36. Defenses, I'm, I'm naming down the list right now. It's Brett Selleck, 33. This whole Eagles team, is they're not just great. They're young, too. Derek Barnett, 21. Brandon Graham, 29. Fletcher Cox, 27. Tim Jernigan, 25. Sidney Jones, 23, or 21. Rashul Doug- Douglas, 23. Ronald Darby, 24. Joe Walker, 25. Michael Kendricks, 27. Jordan Hicks, 25. Bradham, 28. Malcolm Jenkins, 30. McLeod, 27. I'm going down the list. This team is not just good. This team is young. I get that the NFC is tough. So that's why I'm not saying Eagles go back to back. But what I'm saying is the Eagles, this is the start of a dynasty in the city of brotherly love. Well, they will they, they already, already won one Super Bowl, folks. And just like Doug Peterson said, Philadelphia better get used to the culture. That's what he said live on the parade. Philadelphia better get used to the culture. And this team is not just good. This team is young. They're built for the long haul. And we can get people We can get people in the free agency that are, that are young and that can replace LeGarrette Blunt. That can replace others. But honestly, do we really need to re- replace LeGarrette Blunt when you have Corey Clement, you have Jay Ajayi, like, you don't really need to worry about that. The position you need to worry about for the future right now, you have maybe go corner again, maybe get another lineman to add depth, and then you get a linebacker. Pretty much it. But this team is not just good. They're young. And I get it that the NFC is tough. Do I see the Eagles repeating? I, I'm confident that they're going to repeat. But I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. But during the Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz is era. I'm telling you right now, this team is going to win multiple Super Bowls. It's not just going to be one. They're going to win two or possibly three Super Bowls with the Philadelphia Eagles. And as an Eagles fan, I'm excited. We want a dynasty. We deserve a dynasty. This team has been too good. This team has been disappointing year after year after year. And finally, we have a young core. We have a young quarterback who is only 25 years old. And was already playing at an MVP level. 
you guys forget Carson Wentz led the NFL in passing touchdowns, even though missing his last three games of the regular season. This guy, Carson Wentz, is going to be something special in the NFL. And to add that, our defensive line is young. Tim Jernigan is only 25 years old. He is one of the most underrated defensive tackles. People give Cox all the credit in the world. But Tim Jernigan, Poe, and others are just completely sensational for this Eagles line. And this team is not just, again, I'm going to keep repeating myself, this team is not just built for the short term. This team is built for the long run. And that is due to Howie Roseman's excellent job in the front office and everyone else in the front office. They have done a great job. Derek Barnett, 21 years old. Like, this is going to be completely, this is going to be a great run. Now, the Eagles will lose Patrick Robinson. Patrick Robinson is going to test free agency. But again, if you go corner in the in the draft, that can easily be replaced. And then Sidney Jones is also coming back from injury. But this team, and the way how they built a family mentality, Doug Peterson has that locker room believing in themselves. Doug Peterson, who was once rated as the worst coach hiring, according to a lot of ESPN media experts and also NFL media experts as the worst hiring out of all the coaches. Now look at them. A Super Bowl champion. Look at this team. Super Bowl champions. We're not like the New England Patriots that have to deal with drama with Malcolm Butler and have to deal with the drama of Bill Belichick and that uneven, like it's uneasy right now. This is the start of something special for the city of brotherly love. The Philadelphia Eagles are built for the long run. They're young. Everyone's under contract. Jeffrey is on contract. McLeod and Jenkins are on contract till 2020. Carson Wentz is in his rookie deal. He's going to eventually get paid. This team is built for the long run. And as an Eagles fan, I've never been so excited. But yeah, that concludes Sanchez's final words. But now I'm going to transition real quick and do a quick little basketball segment just to get you guys ready for Thursday. The Philadelphia 76ers have been winning. The Philadelphia Flyers have been winning. As of right now, since the Eagles won last night, Philadelphia, ever since the Eagles' Super Bowl win, the Flyers and the Sixers are combined 8-0. The Flyers have won four games and the Sixers have won now four games. Philadelphia, it, 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 right now, it is a great time to be in the city of Philadelphia. The sense of conformity now with the city. I was giving people high fives on the parade. Random strangers. People connect from every background. It's amazing what a championship does to a city. And Philadelphia sports teams right now are all on the come up. You have the Phillies. And I'm saying it right now. The Phillies are going to get Mike Trout when he's going to be he's going to be a free agent. In, I believe, two years. I'll fact check that. But Mike Trout is going to be a free agent soon. He wants to come to Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Phillies have a young core in Crawford. You have Hop, you have Hoskins, and you have Aaron Nola. They're just like one pitcher or one player away from being something special. You have the Flyers. They've been, after starting the season out so bad, I feel like they, I feel like they did that on purpose. They learned their lesson from last year. Because the Flyers, I remember the Flyers won, I believe, 11 straight or 11 to 13 straight games last year. And then they ended up just 
completely going downhill from there. So this year it's been a complete script. Uh, Claude Giroux was just named uh, the number one star of the week. So big shout out to him. Philadelphia sports teams are on the come up. The Eagles just won the Super Bowl. The Phillies are young and upcoming. The Sixers just destroyed the Knicks. Robert Covington completely posterized Michael Beasley. And and B was taunting him, and he got a technical foul. The Sixers have now won seven straight at home and now improve to 28-25 and in the season. So, man, the Sixers are winning. They, I, I believe right now they're almost they're close to getting this number seven seed right now. So you have the Sixers winning. You have the Flyers winning. The Flyers are third in the division, I believe. I'm about to pull up the NHL standings right now as we speak. It the Flyers have been on the come up. It, it's just it's just been a great time to be in the city of brotherly love, and it is truly amazing. And I I, I just love being around the area. Yep, and the Flyers are currently. Third place in the Metropolitan Division. You have the Capitals, the Penguins, and then you have the Flyers. The Flyers are 28-19-9 and and have 65 points. They have won four straight, like I said. And they have played one fewer game than the Penguins. If the Flyers win or get a tie, they'll have the same points as the Penguins. So, man, the Flyers. And with hockey, all you need is a playoff seed. And any And it's anyone's game. We saw that with the uh, Nashville Predators last year, being in being the eighth seed, getting in on the final day, and going to the NHL Finals. And it's Stanley Cup, my bad. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed this Monday segment of Swoop Radio. Uh, will I plan to do more of these? Probably in the future if I have more time. Right, I had a little gap of time on Monday night, so I, I just like no wonder just come out and support. But um, thank you for everyone that was listening. To Swoop Radio, it truly means a lot. This is the start of something special. I really mean that. I couldn't get I couldn't get my boy Dante on here. He's going to be on here one of these days. I'm going to try and see when he's free and available. But I'm finally on on an on air day too. So to my people listening in the Radner community, um, my show is all about sports. You guys are feel you guys can feel free to call into the station at six one zero nine zero two eight four five three. And if you guys want to get on the show, hit up my Instagram. It is S-A-N-N underscore C-H-E-Z-Z. That is S-A-N-N underscore C-H-E-Z-Z. I talk everything about sports. I'm gonna pro- I have a video segment of the show today, so I'll be posting little small clips throughout the week once I get more time to uh, edit the video and stuff like that. But again, thank you guys for whoever was listening to the show. It truly means a lot. I know right now it's start- everyone's starting somewhere, so... Um, I will re- I will always remember these days. But um, if you guys, my basketball fans out there, check tune in Thursday from ten thirty to twelve thirty. I'm going to talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers and all the trades that went down. Are the Cavaliers now the team to beat in the East? We all know the answer to that question, but I'm still going to talk about it. And then, can they compete with the Warriors? And then I'm going to talk about the Sixers winning the. Ben Simmons continues to be snubbed. There's so much to talk about with sports. So uh, I hope you guys have a great night. And uh, right now in the Radnor community, I mean, let me double check on the weather. I'm going to wrap up with the weather. <laughs> but um, it is now 33 degrees out there. It's clear, clear skies, clear, clear night. Maybe you can see some stars. It is 33 degrees. Tomorrow will be a high of 40, so bundle up. It's going to be a chilly one. 
And I know recently it's been warm. Like last weekend, it's been raining all weekend. But uh, hope you guys have a great night. And this is Josh signing off. Swoop! You're listening to Cabrini College's home for the best, 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 best mix of music.